Good evening, Source Nation. Good evening, and welcome to Conversations with Kathy D. I'm so excited to be back in the studio tonight, and tonight is going to be amazing because I have a beautiful young lady in the studio with me, and she's going to be speaking of her brand new book, and I'm speaking of author Melissa H. Thompson. This book I'm telling you, Source Nation, is a wonderful book. The name of the book is The Me Disease, A Spiritual Journey from Me to We. And what we're going to learn tonight, Source Nation, is really, truly understanding the purpose that God has for us and understanding that we must be diligent as well as patient when he's working things out for our good. So I know that Melissa is going to come and bless us with some wonderful information. I do believe that Melissa's here in the studio with us. Melissa, good evening and welcome to Conversations with Kathy B. How are you this evening? Thank you, Kathy. I'm so excited to be here with you tonight. I know. I am excited to have you also but before we jump into tonight's conversation if you will please could you share with source nation who you are and from there we'll talk about your wonderful book that you have written thank you kathy i'm melissa h thompson and i am from high point north carolina and i just published a book called the me disease a spiritual journey from me to we and i'm, I'm very excited to be here with you tonight i'm a no, i'm a local business owner um and I'm just happy to be here. Awesome. Well, we're happy that you have blessed us with your presence and definitely the book that you're going to share with us this evening. So, Melissa, let me ask you the reference, the me disease, a spiritual journey from me to talk to us about that, because that is a very powerful title. Well, the me disease I believe was a gift from God, but it really centers around a medical crisis that I experienced about four years ago. Um, I was working very hard with my business, being a wife and a mother and uh, avid churchgoer and church worker really. And I had this experience where um, the, the medical community thought I had a brain tumor, but in hindsight, um, God was just taking me to a place where he could strip away some things that needed to um, be removed from my life so that I could uh, experience the depth of God at a, at a greater level. And the mean is really about um, how the world taught me to cover up who I really was. And it was it's my journey where God showed me who God created me to be. Right. I love that. So with that said, um, you spoke of the the medical crisis and the fact that you were trying to really connect that with what God wanted you to be and where you needed to be in your life, which is very powerful within itself. Talk more to Source Nation about that, because as I was uh, looking at your book, you had very different um, chapters especially in chapter three where you uh, stated where it all began talk to us about the symptoms initially when I began 
having my medical crisis, I was having a lot of light and sound sensitivity. I had what seemed to be vertigo. The medical community really believed that I had a brain tumor. Okay. I was, I, I was sort of, um, I was just experiencing a lot of things that I, I had not experienced before. And it actually, um, lasted about six weeks, seven days of which, uh, I spent in the bed. I, could, I physically could not get out of bed. And as a business owner, running a business, this is detrimental to uh, life itself. Mm-hmm. It is very detrimental. And the fact that you were experiencing those type symptoms and the medical community was feeling as though it was a, a brain tumor. Um but God said no. Somewhere in there, God said no. It was somewhat like an awakening. It was very. Did you agree? Yes, it was very much an awakening. And what happened? I I had I didn't realize it at the time, but um, God really did set begin to set some things right within that. I I had very little empathy for people who struggled with mental illness, including depression and anxiety and panic mm-hmm. attacks. But when I came out of this medical crisis or breakdown, as you might call it, um, I realized that people really struck the, these things, people really struggle with anxiety. And I still have, I still struggle with anxiety today. Mm-hmm. It gave me a depth, um, an empathy that I didn't have before. Sometimes we have medical crisis, medical situations, and the symptoms will met- manifest in a real, um, a real way. I had real migraines and light sensitivity, and so that was um, that was a small piece of what happened. And it took that situation to bring me to a place where I could hear from God, mm-hmm. and do begin to do the things that God really would like me to do. Wow. And, you know, Melissa, as you were sharing that, you know, I always from this platform, I speak from authenticity and being very transparent because I truly believe when you are sharing stories, people can relate to what you're going through. And I suffer from depression and anxiety. And I know that when I am in a stressful situation, and I'll just use my example of going through my divorce, and at that time, I was at the height of my career in broadcasting. So to have someone tell me that they no longer needed my services, and then to know that my marriage, that I thought, and this is my second marriage, that was going to last was actually ending those two things sent me spiraling mm-hmm. even though I, I grew up um, in the church loving the Lord understanding his word somewhere along down the line unbeknownst to me I stepped away from it mm-hmm. okay and began to to somewhat worship other things Okay, so I truly believe that that area in my life, God was saying to me, you took your eyes off of me. Mm -hmm. And somehow I have to get you to understand that anything that 
you desire to have, it's going to come from me. But in order for you to have that, you have to keep your eyes on me. So I'm going to have to put you in a situation where you need to understand that all of what you have, all of what you will have, will come through me. Absolutely. It's almost like a refocusing. Yes, yes. So I had to go through those things to understand that in order for me to have, God is going to provide. Mm -hmm. So I went through the same things that you did. I had anxiety. Um, My stress levels were very high. Um, I couldn't sleep at night because I I suffer from insomnia. And um, all of these things, and I, I truly believe it's because God was saying to me, I have something better for you, but in order for you to understand and see this, you're going to have to go through this. Absolutely. So let me ask you, do you feel as though, or do you know, not feel, but do you know that that is what God was saying? He has to take you through these things to keep your eyes on him. Yes, absolutely. I know without a shadow of a doubt that God took me through this dark season to almost write some of the things that I had, um, I was, I was even having trouble in my marriage. So I, I had a lot of things because of my stress level, because of my workload, because of my, um, I had this willingness to, um, serve at the church at a very high level. And I thought that my service had everything to do with God, but really what had happened, it, it turned into a lot of church worship and had mm-hmm. to do with God, but God, through my medical crisis, began to rebalance those things. God rebalanced my marriage. He rebalanced my relationships, including my relationship with the church. And he took me to a place where God is at the head of all things. Mm -hmm. I needed that. Yeah. It actually actually brought me to a place because we were already on a spiritual journey. And when I say we, I'm talking about my husband, Travis. Um, We had been to a spiritual retreat and I had clearly heard God speak and say, sell our house. And this journey spanned about seven years. And um, that was the first thing that God asked of us. And we did not know, but later, after my medical crisis, God would ask me to leave the church that I had been a part of all of my life. And and I'll just say that I'm not an advocate of leaving our churches. I believe mm-hmm. in our churches. I believe that we need each other. Uh, but in my situation, I had to leave that church in order to for God to take me to a place where I could hear God when God finally said, sell your business and write the book and that's the book that we have here today the me disease Mm, i love that that's powerful tonight source nation we are speaking with melissa h thompson she is a brand new author and she has written a wonderful book titled the me disease a spiritual journey from me to we so melissa let's transition if we may we talked about um the the symptoms now i want to begin to talk about the shift when you have this shift and when god says and i love to use this phrase when god says move 
and let me let me tell you how this experience is for me and was for me so leaving mainstream media because I worked at some well-known television stations here as well as radio stations here for the last 25 years and um, six years ago I was really trying actually it was more than that I would say probably maybe nine years ago I decided okay I, I want nothing to do with broadcasting and I'm going to just do some some different things but God was saying no that's not what I want you to do and Melissa when I tell you I was fighting against it I was but one particular day when I made a decision that I wanted to do interior design I was on my way to um, a well-known community college here that has an excellent interior design program on my way there I get to the top of the ramp getting ready to exit to go over into the community college campus I heard God speak very clear to me go back Mm. and I'm like go back where because I'm getting ready to go give them my money (laughs) (laughs) so I can pay for these classes (laughs) so he said go back and I literally came up the exit ramp and crossed over the bridge to go back down the exit ramp because I'm like, okay, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back home because maybe you want me to go back home. <laughs> so I ended up coming back home, and I just sat and waited because I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> and I truly believe that you know when God speaks, whatever it is that you're doing, you need to stop and just listen. Yes. And a couple of days later, He says, I wanted you to go back because now, Kathy, I'm going to give you a platform where you're now going to have a voice not only that you're going to begin to tell stories that no one has seen no one has heard I'm going to provide that platform for you I love that and that is when Source Radio Network was birthed and when I tell you Melissa that in the last six years I've done more in six years that I've done in 25 years Mm -hmm. and it's because what God said to me he said opportunity was given to you 25 years ago now it's your turn to give back opportunity that's awesome and that's what I did Mm -hmm. and the fact that he spoke to me and it was like he he shook me and said okay you're going to listen now Mm -hmm. I love that Kathy because that's so mirrors my journey because we are we have been met with these opportunities where we hear God and when I say we I'm talking about me and my family Mm -hmm. we hear God and and we have the opportunity to respond and when we respond with trusting God with what we hear and we trust God by obeying what he said Mm -hmm. we get to then participate in God's work, which is incredible, as you can, seems like you can probably testify to. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, going back to what your book stated, you know, the shift from big me to little me. I, I honestly believe the position that you're in right now, so you're the, you're the big me right now. You're in that space. And 
the little me was the fact that you had to go through that dark period yes to understand where he is preparing you to be and I, I want to stay right there because I find that to be so very important when God is preparing us we for some reason feel as though we know more or we know better yes why is that Melissa what are your thoughts on that well, I think we have a lot of ego work uh, where we wow. convinced ourselves that we we can do it all. We do know better. We don't. Um, mm-hmm. God always has the best in store for us. We often can't see it because God sees so far down the road. We only get to see right here. But God already knows. And that's like for us, we had to, I had to shift from that big me to the little me because at the end of the book and I don't want to give away the book but um, it's not about me it's about us Mm -hmm. each other and when I say we need each other I'm talking about all of us Uh, it's very much a shift from me to we wow yeah and let's talk about that how do we get from me to we because see I, I look at this as a concept of we're always uh, thinking what is it that I deserve you know and then I look at it as when we're we're a team there is no I and team that's right so so with that said how do we make that shift that transition from it's me to we how do you do that well, I, th- I think you actually stated it already. We have got to keep our eyes focused on God. Mm-hmm. Focus on God, and we begin to hear from God. Then we know that we are actually working for a greater cause. And I believe that when we come together as one, that we have we have the capabilities to do great and amazing things. And it is not because of me. And it's not even because of us. It's because of God. We then can actually become the kingdom of God here on earth. Mm, powerful. I love that. I love that. Um, and, and this is great as we transition to the, the next area of the book. Perfecting Christ in us. Tell Source Nation what that means and and how can we do that well i always thought that perfecting christ in me was work that i needed to do and as i wrote the book and i i got to this chapter it became really amazing because about chapter six i don't think i was writing the book anymore i believe god was writing the book mm-hmm. and god took me through these chapters And when you get to that chapter on perfecting Christ, God revealed to me, I thought I had to work. I had to work for that perfection, perfecting Christ in me. And God revealed to me that that's not my work. That's God's work. God will perfect Christ in me. All I have to do is listen and choose to participate in the work that God is doing. Yes. Yes. And let's talk about that. When we speak of work that God has asked us to do, what does that look like? What are your thoughts? 
it can really look like anything. God, ultimately, the work that God has asked us to do is to love. God is love and all God can be is love. And so we are not only, we're to love each other. And when we can begin working and moving in that love, we become a united people. Uh, We're not divisive in nature. We don't all have to agree. We don't have to think that how boring would it be if we all thought the same way? But we can come together in that love and that unity and that peace and we can work together. Yes, I love that. You know, when we look at today, um, church, and then when, when we look at the state of the world, in your opinion, what is needed? We need unity and we need peace. We need to come, be able to come together and begin to understand that we really are the body of Christ that's talked about in the Bible. And that doesn't mean, I actually talk about it in the book that, you know, the hand doesn't do what the foot does. You know, we need each other. We need even our differences to get the overall work done. So for me, it's, it's about unity and coming together in that love of Christ. Yes, that is amazing. I love that. You know, um, early on, you, you spoke about the fact that you were having um, some difficulty within your marriage. And a lot of women listen to um, conversations with Kathy B. And I know that I've gotten several emails where um, wives, girlfriends have stated that, you know, they, they have... Uh, grown up in the church and they belong to churches but yet they are unable to have their husbands and boyfriends join them so let me ask you what what would you say to a woman that is wanting to have that relationship with God and wanting to have that relationship with her partner the first with God the first thing I would say is don't discredit the power of our prayers Mm -hmm. we need to be praying for our families and we need to be praying for our spouses I believe that in my situation my husband very much believed he was competing for my attention against the church and through my medical crisis God revealed to us just how out of balance I was with my relationship with my husband and my relationship with the church. Mm -hmm. We need our strong households so that we can go out and do the work. Our homes need to be our safe places Mm -hmm. where we can come back together, where we can pray together. There is power when we come together. When, if you can come together with your child or with your spouse, and you can have a prayer together in your home, I believe that God just, his love just ripples out from that, and God begins to set things right. That I just believe that we need to be praying for our husbands, praying for our families, and then hopefully you can get to a place where you can pray with your husband. There's power in that. 
yesterday is yesterday is great information that you are sharing tonight so melissa let let's talk about the book and some of the uh reviews that that you have gotten since it's released because i do believe it was released earlier this week or last correct it was released on sunday and by tuesday we were the number one new release on amazon for the wow Congratulations. So talk to Source Nation about that. I know that that has to be an amazing feeling. This has been an exciting week and it's been very surreal. Um, But this is, who who knew that we would be the number one new release? And and we hit that goal on uh, Tuesday and we've managed to stay in that position. We're number one new release for adult Christian ministry books. And um, it's just been an incredible week. Wow. And just think, you know, as you were preparing to to release the book and and even when God was preparing you to bring something so powerful, powerful to so many, look where you are now. So did did you ever think that this was going to take place? Well, it's taken me about, I, I sold my business. I was a business owner in High Point, uh, had an insurance agency for about 20 years, and I sold that business last March. And so it's, we are right at 12 months, and I, I feel like, I've joked with some of my friends, I feel like I have birthed a baby. And <laughs> it has been uh, quite incredible and yes. staking at times. <laughs> I know, I know. I I certainly can understand. I tell you, it's it's an amazing feeling when you have accomplished something that is so needed. And what do I mean by that? The what you're feeling now and what you've gone through, you have walked into a season where so many people are needing to hear the word that you have to share. So I would say embrace this time, embrace this moment. And know that God has you in a position to do exactly what you're meant to do at this time. Thank you, Kathy. That means a lot to me. And we are um, learning to enjoy the moments and Mm -hmm. rush right past them because we live in such a high-paced, hectic world that we tend to just move on to the next thing. And um, especially this week, we are really trying to slow down and pause and just enjoy this time because it's it's taken us a long time to get here. And so um, I think God intends for us to enjoy our lives. Yeah, I love that. I love that. As we are wrapping up tonight's conversation, Melissa, if you will, we love to either leave with an encouraging word or some um, information that we have not shared in tonight's conversation. If you wish to do so, I would love for you to do that at this time. Thank you, Kathy. Uh, the book is available on Amazon in both the ebook and the print copy, the soft, uh, cop- the soft um, copy. And also, I have a blog that I started about a year ago, um, and I I just send out a weekly inspirational message uh, from my blog, which is www.melissahthompson.com if you if anybody wants to check that out as well I so appreciate you having me on tonight I hope that people will be encouraged uh, by this book and by this this message and by your your broadcast 
Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to um, have you on and definitely look forward to hearing some wonderful and amazing things that you have going on after the book. And I tell you, in a year, when you're at the point of your second book, (laughs) that's exactly what I see. Um, your second book, I want you to come back and just talk to us about the first book and, and, and the manifestation that, that you've seen afterwards. Because I'm telling you, Melissa, you are going to change lives with the blessed word that you bring forth. So thank you so much for blessing us coming in tonight, sharing your book with us. Thank you, Kathy. And I would love to come back. And I do have another book. It's called Others. And I look forward to it coming out later this year. Awesome. Melissa, again, thank you so much for being here on Conversations with Kathy B. And we look forward to having you back in the studio again with us real soon. Be blessed. Thank you.